1: to our goblet of wine is better our series about the harry potter books movies and everything in between
0: in this episode we will be discussing chapters 15 and 16 of harry potter and the goblet of fire and as always we want to give a shout out to our patron boom for you know just being our patron yeah we appreciate you appreciate you a lot (laughs) i don't know join the discord because uh,
1: it's fun We, we hang out in there. Sometime. You know what? I saw some Harry Potter memes earlier that I was like, Oh, I should share those and then I did not share them. i will do that later. Share them.
0: No, I didn't. <laughs> I forgot. Because I saw oh other memes. Goodness. <laughs> I cannot believe you. I'm just kidding. Sorry. I know. <laughs> Crazy pants. But um But yes, yeah, so join the Discord. We're on Anchor um Yes. Now because Sounder died, which was very sad, but, you know.
1: Sad, uh, yeah.
0: At least we have Anchor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, at least it was able to take the place and still be free. Yeah. Because we're not, like... I don't know, we don't have, like, a lot of money to put into this thing. No, yet. we don't. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. But... um, But, yeah. I don't know, we... uh. We switched over to that. Anyway, um, I guess we could start talking about Harry Potter. Yeah. Do it. Oh, Kadaki. So, we're doing chapters 15 and 16, obviously. Um, Chapter 15 is titled Bow Buttons and String." Wow, I wonder what this chapter is about. I know, right? I wonder. I'm not even going <laughs> to pretend like I know how to pronounce those names very well, because I don't mm. know the accents that you're supposed to pronounce them with.
1: Yeah, same.
0: So I'm going to pronounce it the English way. i
1: going to pronounce it the American way.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, the American way. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I caught that one. People I w- probably I won't catch that one.
1: Honestly, I didn't even intend that. And then you laughed and I was like, oh, I guess I did technically make that pun. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: hey, Holy Musical Batman is a gem. Okay. It's a gem. It's great. It's a gem. It's fantastic. As I drink out of a Batman cup. Yes. It says Batman. So it's fitting. It has Batman on
1: it. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Perfect. Anyway. Anyway.
0: <laughs> the the chapter starts with Harry waking up. Okay. And mm-hmm. he goes, oh, I have a plan. And I was so confused. I was like, what do you have a plan for? Like, why? And then later, like a little bit after that line, it talks about how his plan is to like stop Sirius from um, coming to the country yeah like i guess okay
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah so he's like i've got a plan i'm gonna stop sirius i'm gonna go send him a letter and tell him but nothing's happening <laughs> yeah yeah so harry has his little plan to stop sirius from coming to uk <laughs> mm-hmm. and um he you know he writes that letter whatever and as he's like rushing off to send it Peeves is like trying to drop a
1: vase on him. It's Peeves. What else do you want him to do?
0: Why are we dropping vases on students? It's Peeves. (laughs) But why? I would not want to go to the school. I would not want to go to the school.
1: Honestly, I think I would be torn. I think I would be like, oh, you know, I just found out, you know, I'm a witch and I'm going to magic school. It's great. However, you know, between like Snape. And Peeves and whatever's happening at the end of every year, uh, if we're going during Harry's time. Like, yeah, I, I don't know if I would actually want to be there. But on the other hand, I, I would want to be there. I would love to be there, you know? Yeah.
0: I mean, I guess, but I'm not particularly interested in dying to a vase <laughs> yeah. falling on my head. Yeah. No, um, understood. understood. Thanks, Peeves. Yeah. But anyway... Harry heads up to the Owlerly, Ow, Owlery, yes, Owlery, yes, yes, said it correctly, and he finds Hedwig, and she's like, mm, bitch, I'm still not happy that you didn't thank me for
1: yesterday. He got mad at her when she tried to show affection, of course she's mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> like that's his own fault. <laughs> she's
0: so annoyed with him and he's like what the fuck? I didn't do anything. Um <clears throat> yes you did. 14-year-old Harry, you yes did, you did Harry, you did. But anyway, she's like fine, I'll take it whatever. <laughs> and she does. <laughs> yeah. And you know, Harry is so worried about Sirius that he wishes he had Quidditch to distract him.
1: Oh, true. He does say that, doesn't
0: he? Or <laughs> <laughs> he does think that, yeah. And I just think it's funny because, you know, we, we all know Quidditch got cancelled this year because of a certain event that's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's okay. It's okay, guys. Harry is about to be very distracted.
1: <laughs> Extremely distracted. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um,
0: but... Yeah, so, I mean, they start going to their classes again. They're they're very busy. They have lots of homework in, like, mm-hmm. every class. And they weren't expecting that, I guess. I don't know what they were expecting at school.
1: Yeah. You get, I, you get I homework.
0: Mean,
1: <laughs> I think it's the fact that, you know, they probably expected a normal level of homework. But now with the Triwizard Tournament coming up, for whatever reason... All of the teachers are like, let's pile it all on you right now. <laughs> it's well, like, ah, okay.
0: I think part of that could just be because they want to get as much as they can done before it starts. So that mm-hmm. when the kids are like distracted, yeah, they'll still have homework, but yeah, it won't be as intense, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to rush it. But I mean, that is what they're doing. So
1: yeah I, I think it's more the fact that the teachers just need to be able to plan around the uh challenges like the tasks yeah. you yeah. know like make sure any homework that needs to be done or turned in around that time is done in a uh like a good way like have a good schedule for the homework a and the timely projects, you know?
0: manner there
1: we go timely manner
0: <laughs> I was like, I think this is the word she wants, but I'm going to wait for her to continue explaining. I couldn't think of it. I was like,
1: there's words. There's good words, but I can't remember. Yes, it's okay. I'll give you the good words. Thank you. Um, You are the English major.
0: (laughs) Oh, if I couldn't give you the good words, that would be embarrassing. Um, But this is where we find out that Moody is intent on practicing the imperial (laughs) curse on the students so that they know what to expect. <laughs> yeah.
1: And like Hermione fights back on it a little bit. Like, I don't think we should be doing this. And yes. <laughs> Matt says, "Dumbledore wants you taught what it feels like." And I'm like, "Uh, no, I don't think so." Like Dumbledore might be a little bit kooky at times, but there's no way he wants the fourth years to know what the imperius curse feels like.
0: Yeah. Especially um, since it's illegal. <laughs> I literally wrote, the fuck? (laughs) No way (laughs) Dumbledore wanted them to do that. Okay? And then, second of all, yes, we talked about how it might be useful for an Auror to know what to expect when it comes to these curses, but I said that it would make more sense for that to happen during their Auror training, yeah. not while they're at school and not even potentially going to have that career for a while. Okay? That makes zero
1: sense. Agreed. And, like... I like okay, knowing knowing what we know, knowing that Mad Eye in this instance is actually Barty Crouch Jr., it's kinda like, oh, okay, this is actually for Harry, you know, yes. gotta train Harry, you know. Um, oh, yeah. But even if for some bizarre reason it was like, yeah, during one of their years at Hogwarts, they should uh, uh be they should know what the Imperious Curse feels like, I feel like that would be a seventh year thing and not yeah. definitely not a fourth year thing. You know,
0: and I think if it did end up being a seventh year thing, it would be because all of these students had already applied to be Aurors or were waiting for it or whatever Mm -hmm. had been approved. And so they were taking an extra like dual credit course, if you will, to become Aurors. So then it makes sense for them to be in that position where they have to have those curses used on them.
1: Yeah, I think it definitely needs to be like a very specific class. Like, I understand this is defense against the dark arts uh but i i don't think that that necessarily needs to be a i don't think that necessarily necessarily needs to be a lesson on like hey i'm gonna put you under the imperious curse for like 10 seconds and you're no. gonna see if you can fight it no so that was the it's whole thing sense. yeah that was the whole thing Matt i was like i want you all to try to fight the imperious curse i want you to see if you can like not do what i'm making you do
0: yeah um and as we read, everyone, you know, does exactly what he does until Harry. Um, and we get to see inside of Harry's head where there's, like, the the voice that's like, oh, yeah, I do this. And then the other voice that's like, but why, though? <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> and- I, that's the funniest thing, because when you're reading it, you know, it's like, uh, like, oh, yeah, you know, you hear, like, Mad-Eye specifically being, like, jump on the table. And then it's not like Harry thinks, oh, no, I don't think I want to. It's just... Suddenly, Harry heard another voice saying, "Don't do that." And it's like, okay, so is Harry actually fighting this, or is it just like his subconscious? Because I don't feel like it's actually Harry. I I think Harry has um
0: some kind of personality hidden away. It sounds like. Uh- <laughs> I don't know. It might
1: be someone completely different.
0: Yeah, maybe it says mom. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But, you know, he's, he's like, but why? Like, that doesn't sound fun. That doesn't sound like a good idea, whatever, you know? So he's fighting back on it. And ultimately, this is the first time it happens. He ends up smashing his head into the table because he was fighting it, but also half doing it. So somehow that equated his head hitting the
1: table? Uh, yeah, I was very confused <laughs> with how this is written. Because it did say, like, he went, like, head first into the table, what? and then it mentions his kneecaps, and I was like... Yeah. I feel like the kneecaps would be the correct part to hit the table, yeah. not his head.
0: Same. That's just, what I thought.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was I was a little bit confused. I was like, what? I was like, his head. All right,
0: I guess. I guess, yeah.
1: Maybe. <laughs> um, but we
0: we find out that, you know, Moody's like, oh my gosh, yeah, Harry's fighting it, guys. That's what happens when you fight it. And Harry was in, like, immense pain during this, right? Because, you know, he felt the nice, happy feeling that you get when you get imperious. But then when he started fighting it, that's when he started feeling the pain of, like, fighting it, which I guess it's painful if you do fight it, but it's not painful if you don't.
1: I thought the pain was just his kneecaps. I didn't think it was painful to fight it off oh I thought it
0: was painful to fight it off I don't know but um it's just his kneecaps
1: (laughs) I thought maybe it was (laughs) I thought it was like once he was out of the imperious curse and he had like fought it off he was like oh god I can feel my kneecaps again oh
0: boy maybe (laughs) but I thought that the pain started once those voices started questioning it because he wasn't feeling the happy feeling anymore of like obeying I thought there was some kind of sensation that happened i could be wrong you know i just listened to the audio yeah I'm no I, I think you're
1: it. i think you're wrong because there's not a whole lot that okay says there's not a whole lot in this little passage. yeah no there you isn't there isn't because <laughs> it's literally just like okay jump on the desk and he's like oh why the stupid thing and like it, there's no mention of any uh pain there until it's just,
0: he hits his kneecap until he hits his kneecaps. head yeah all right yeah um that's fine But anyway, Moody's like, look, guys, Harry actually fought it, so we're going to do it three more times. And I was like, You actively want Harry to be able to resist this curse? And I was like, Why, though? Because if you're working for Voldemort and you want to be able to take advantage of Harry or abuse him or whatever it is, you know, why are you trying to build his resistance to this curse?
1: Yeah, that was. I got confused there because I, yeah, because I was like, okay, Barney Crouch Jr. is working for Mad-Eye, right? Yeah. But also he's helping Harry learn how to fight off the imperious Curse
0: Well, working for Voldemort. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What side is he on?
0: No. No
1: clue. <laughs> no one
0: Cause, knows. Because he literally does it until Harry can fully resist it.
1: Like. Yeah. What? yeah i just i i don't like like on one hand it's like okay he's like training harry and to know like hey this is something you could face in the future maybe i'll do it to you i don't know uh i mean obviously he doesn't but yeah uh but it's just like this is something you could face in the future i'm gonna train you now for it Uh, but i just uh, what also how is harry able to fight it off so easily I don't know. He's 14. He's 14. Like, he's not special. He's not particularly special. Other than he's not that special at all. He's not. That's the thing. That's why I'm like, how is he able to fight this off? I don't understand.
0: This is Harry Potter we're talking about. If we were talking about, like, I don't know, some Hermione other kid. Or or, yeah, yeah, Hermione. They're more special. Harry, Harry's specialness comes from his mother dying for him. Yeah. And that's it. The that's only it. spell he knows is Expelliarmus. What are you yeah. expecting from this kid? I don't know. That's
1: like that's He's the thing too, like, if if they were like So if if at this point Harry was like 17, had already gone through, you know, the first 6 years and maybe he still had all these crazy things happening at the end of every year, then maybe by his 7th year I can maybe see him being able to fight off the Imperius yeah but even still that's a big maybe (laughs) yeah
0: no (laughs) (laughs) it's fine guys it's
1: fine i i do i do like the fact that god i can't remember if it was harry or ron at this point it might have been ron but uh they make a comment about actually hold on i can find it a second uh let's see Oh, yeah, it's Harry. Harry's kind of like, like after they get out of the class with Moody, uh, he's like, the way he talks, you'd think we were all going to be attacked any second. And I was like, uh, yeah, you're Harry Freakin' Potter, of course.
0: Harry freaking Potter. Potter! Yep. <laughs> you That's don't exactly understand. You're a legend, man, to us all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: Yep. <clears throat> That's exactly um. what was running through my brain. <laughs>
0: good glad we're on the same page <laughs> you yep. just keep referencing songs <laughs>
1: uh yeah of course i have to
0: all of the star musicals all of the star kid musicals yes but yeah so that happens and like you know we we heard about like all the other students doing exactly what Matt i had you know made them do um and harry resists it and stuff and I don't know. I guess people thought that was cool, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't his know. mom, his mom definitely helped him here. I'm gonna go with the voice in his head was probably his <laughs> mom.
1: Maybe it was.
0: <laughs> you never know, because of that connection. But yeah. whatever. Um, Who knows? You know, it turns out they have a lot of homework in their other classes, just like we already talked about. <laughs> Whoa! Oh my goodness. <laughs> crazy pants
1: oh, i know um
0: wow karen you could really type huh <clears throat> <laughs> so yeah. they go to divination right and harry and ron turn in their bullshit that they wrote out that hermione was like you think she won't know that this is all fake blah 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 like they turn it in and trelawney's like oh my Gosh, this is amazing. Of
1: course. Y'all
0: are amazing. So they get flying marks on their divination homework. And I'm sitting here like, what? And then she tells them to do it again for the next month.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And they're like, oh, but we're running out of disasters and catastrophes that we could go through. For real. Okay.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And then, okay, you know, we move on to potions, right? And Snape is having them brew, like, Anti-venom potions or
1: something? I I, I specifically quoted this in my notes just because. (laughs) Uh, So I'll go ahead and read it. Yes. (laughs) Professor Snape was forcing them to research antidotes. They took this one seriously as he had hinted that he might be poisoning one of them before Christmas to see if their antidote worked. I'm sorry? Why? Yeah. Why is Snape a professor? Why is he a teacher? Please explain.
0: I was like, no way is it okay for Snape to poison them to test their antidotes. Right? What? I know. Like, he knows that these are students. And, yeah, He doesn't care. Maybe he would have an antidote for it, like, that's actually made correctly as a backup, just in case theirs doesn't work. But are we really gonna risk that? Snape, really? You (laughs) shouldn't. What? I mean, it's not like it's any different from the Imperius curse being used on them. True.
1: Barty Crab shouldn't be a teacher either <laughs> yeah yeah no I, I don't think anyone uh, reviews lesson plans for any of these teachers I think we talked about this in the last episode but no. I, I just don't think no, no one reviews the lesson plans at all for any teacher they just do whatever the fuck they want
0: why would they review lesson plans
1: that's know. too much work and Dumbledore's yeah.
0: too crazy <laughs> and silly to actually look at them
1: I know right <laughs> He
0: just trusts his teachers implicitly. Yeah, I know. Like the blast-ended scroots. Mhm. It's fine, you know. Yeah. No, it's not. Um <laughs> <clears throat> I'm not 100% sure if I heard this correctly because no. the timing in this chapter sounded really weird.
1: Are you talking about the Friday comment? Yeah. You know, yeah, okay, it's, it's, It
0: wasn't Friday the 13th? No, it's Friday the 30th. Which right. I, I make a comment okay. about this
1: in the next uh, chapter, Good. but I'm going to say it anyways. Uh, yes. So there is a, uh, there is like a sign that gets put out like, oh, the Bobatons and the strings are going to be uh, coming on Friday, October 30th. And okay. it wasn't until I got to the next chapter that I was like, wait a minute. Was October 30th actually a Friday in 1994? The answer is no, it was a Sunday.
0: Okay, I was going to say we need to look this up because they say that the day that the like Cup picks the names was on a Saturday of, like, you know, Halloween was on a Saturday. And I was like, was Halloween actually on a Saturday? But I never looked it up. And that was my goal I was going
1: to. Yeah, no. I I finally looked it up because I finally remembered. Like, wait, we've been having calendar issues this entire time. So yeah, no. It it's her. her she, I don't know what calendar Joe was looking at, but she doesn't get the dates right.
0: J.K. Rowling <laughs> cannot be trusted with dates. Okay. No. I don't understand why though, because this is a real year, and she's not going off of a fake calendar year. She's yeah. going off of like an actual year that we lived through well i didn't live through but my brothers live through it, lived yeah. through <laughs> my brothers lived through 1994 so there's a problem here guys
1: yeah like i understand what joe's trying to go for like i know she wants the all the suspense to be on halloween and so halloween has to be a saturday and like uh sure but no She
0: could have still done it on Halloween, even if it was a weekday. She didn't need to try and
1: force a Saturday. I know, but, you know, it just wouldn't have worked for her plans, you know? Well, her plans didn't work (laughs) anyway. (laughs) I know. Anyone with a brain can look up the
0: calendar from 1994. I know. Maybe she was hoping the internet would never come around to be, like, super popular and then you know no one would be able to look up old dates <laughs> uh-huh maybe maybe ma'am now we can look all the way back to like jesus time okay
1: wow.
0: i don't i don't think you understand the power of the calendar <laughs>
1: <laughs> the power of the calendar <laughs>
0: My bad. Sorry. Was that was that something else? <laughs> <laughs> that was just really funny. Oh, God. Maybe I should make a sticker. I haven't yes. made in a while. Yeah, I know. We have a whole list of ideas. Hold on. I need to draw more stuff. Oh, are you going to put it in there? <laughs> the power of the calendar. All
1: right. It's in there now.
0: <clears throat> Lovely. <Beautiful>. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't understand why i put that comment in there which one uh ron talking about hermione right. liking people because they're handsome um
1: what, uh, in reference to diggory maybe actually yeah it might have been because they might have been talking about like oh said i heard cedric diggory's planning on a oh, oh no. she
0: makes a comment about how he's like really nice or really good or like whatever and he's like a prefect and stuff i think so yeah hold on oh yeah because they're they're oh. bad-mouthing cedric because they yeah. hear that he's planning on entering and they're like blah yep. blah 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 and hermione's like no 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 he's like great and ron's like you only like him because he's handsome yeah
1: yeah no literally she's like she's like uh, she says, he's not an idiot. You just don't like him because he beat Gryffindor at Quidditch. I've heard he's a really good student and he's a prefect. Yeah. And so that's when he makes his comment. Yeah. That's what it is. That's yep. what it is. That's what it is. <clears throat> My gosh.
0: um, I can't with this. Yeah. What happened?
1: What, me? You made a face. Sorry, I did. Because I forgot about this comment. I didn't make any uh, any notes about it, but... Uh... You know, as they're kind of, like, getting ready for, uh, like, the Durmstrangs and the Bobattons to, um, uh, let's see, who said this? It was Professor McGonagall. Professor McGonagall says, Longbottom, kindly do not reveal that you can't even perform a simple switching spell in front of anyone from Durmstrang. Yikes.
0: Why does she care
1: what Durmstrang thinks? I don't know. That's the real question. Like, why, like... I understand the whole trivers of tournament thing is between the three schools, to see who's the best and blah 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 whatever. But like when is Neville going to do that in front of Durmstrang? I don't know. I don't I, know. I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> Absolutely none.
0: Yeah. But um, you know, The castle's getting cleaned up in preparation for their visitors. Mm -hmm. Like, really cleaned up. Like, it hasn't been cleaned. So now they're actually scrubbing, like, portraits and stuff that should have been cleaned a long time ago. Yeah.
1: Well, here's the the thing, too, though. (laughs) I mean, Filch is the only caretaker of the castle, and it seems like he's the one who usually has to, like, clean the floors and whatnot. So is he the only one who does the cleaning? Or, like, do the house elves also help with all that cleaning or what? Well,
0: we find out in this chapter that the house elves actually do a good amount of the cleaning because they're the ones who clean the common rooms. So... Do we find that out in this chapter? Not this chapter. This this book. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) I was like, I
1: don't remember reading
0: that. (laughs) It's this book. It's this book. (laughs) It's later when Hermione goes more spewy. But here's the thing. I don't think Jo knew that house elves were at Hogwarts until she wrote this book. Yes. Otherwise, the castle would be a lot cleaner than it is, and I'm not really sure why she's writing it like it's dirty and pretending like the house elves just weren't there, because the house elves would have been cleaning the castle.
1: Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I don't... Maybe they were never, like, deep cleaning it, though. <laughs>
0: Don't they know. have the whole summer <laughs> every year to clean right. the castle at You're their right. leisure yeah. with no one around to see them. So You're even right. if mm-hmm. they're not supposed to be seen by the students and the teachers, they still have like three months out of the year yeah. to clean the whole castle.
1: That makes. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. There shouldn't be that much dirt at this point. It should not be this disgusting. Yeah. And I was
0: like, it's crazy that these students aren't constantly getting sick with how much dirt there is everywhere. Because, like, that's dead (laughs) skin cells. That's, like, illnesses that are, like, caked on to everything because people are sick walking around the castle. Like, I know we don't hear about it, but, bruh, how have these kids not gotten (laughs) sick?
1: Right? (laughs) I'm confused. (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) No one understands. It's Harry Potter. Joe wrote this. Well, and Joe didn't know that the (laughs) house
0: elves were already there before this. Yeah. You can't just write a new character or group of characters (laughs) into the castle staff and have no Mm. one question it. I mean, especially if the castle's this dirty, that's nasty. Yeah. I
1: mean, it's also like how she just writes in Luna Lovegood into the next book. Oh, yeah, that's true. Also, I can't remember was Cho Chang was mentioned in the previous book, wasn't she? Okay.
0: Cho's important, important. apparently. Apparently,
1: like she was probably just briefly mentioned last book. And now she's for some bizarre reason, Harry's just absolutely infatuated with her in this book. And I'm kind of like, okay, what happened?
0: nothing nothing happened
1: harry has never had any interactions with her
0: never i know zero interactions and all of a sudden he's head over heels i'm gonna spit whatever i'm eating out of my mouth because i'm (laughs) obsessed with her
1: like Like i like i think the most interactions they probably had have probably been like in terms of quidditch games the previous year like they haven't had like Interactions, but they've nope. played against each other. I mean, yeah,
0: but Harry's you know? played against a lot of people, and he's not obsessed with them. Well, you're right. <laughs> you you're very right about that. <laughs> I I don't know, man. I don't know why she decided that Cho Chang was gonna be his oh obsession in book four. Like, right? No one, no one has any emotional connection to Cho Chang. Like, no. Maybe if she had put some interaction between them in, like, one of the classes that they have where it's Ravenclaw and Gryffindor, but they're not even the same grade. Yeah, exactly. it makes zero fucking sense at all for him to even really know who she is. Yeah, exactly. Because they don't have interactions. Like, how does he... What? Yeah. I don't get it. I'm very confused. Um, I'm happy that she has Cedric. (laughs) (laughs) Because they make a little bit more sense. Aren't they in the same grade?
1: <laughs> I don't think so. I thought they were. Wait. Are they? I don't now know. Now I have to look this up. Maybe. Me... God, I have no idea. Cho Chang. I always thought he was a seventh year when he went into a... Hold on. Cedric. Oh, wait. In he degree. probably is a
0: seventh year. Let's see. In Cho's fifth year, she began dating Cedric. Yeah. She's fifth. So she's a year above Harry and uh, two years below no. Cedric?
1: No, 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 In his sixth year... Hold on. Oh, God. In his sixth year, Cedric put named name forward to compete in the Triwizard Tournament. So he was a oh, sixth year. Oh, he had already turned 17. Yeah, he had already turned 17. Okay. So he
0: was an old one in his sixth year.
1: Yeah, like Angelina Johnson. I think she was also...
0: Maybe his birthday was, um, like, right after the cutoff. It
1: was... Yeah, I would say he had to have either a September or an October birthday.
0: Oh, I actually, wait. That's when on. their
1: cutoff is. We don't know their cutoff. I'm pretty sure the cutoff is <laughs> September 1st. For birthdays? I don't <laughs> For, know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I guess that happens. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they know each other then either.
1: Well, if they're in the same year, but they're not. No, they're not chosen just kidding, fifth right? Year. Right. So Harry's yeah.
0: 4, Cho is 5, five and Cedric six, is six. 6.
1: Oh god. Yeah! What? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they like, saw each other in the library and they were like, "Hey, let's be friends. You want to be more than friends actually?" Like <laughs>
0: Or do their friends like do their family summer together? Is it a like Snape and Lily situation where they became friends outside of school? Maybe, like, what, what are we experiencing here? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I don't oh think Joe knows. She, she never doesn't, knows. she never knows. She doesn't
0: know, but anyway, you know, Fred and George they. I really 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 want to know how people are going to get chosen for this cup well yeah of course for this for this wizard tournament and no one will tell them they're just like lol you'll find out ha 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 like mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to get in don't worry about it um but they're like no 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 we're gonna get in we're, we're gonna get in we got this um i just i don't know i thought it was funny
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, well, yeah, no, they, they definitely want in. I think it's funny that uh, we find out in the next chapter uh, that both Fred and George and their best friend, Lee Jordan, like all three of them were planning on trying to enter into the tournament. Yep. But in like the past couple chapters, we only see Fred and George talking. It like Lee Jordan is never there. I know. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, did they just last minute be like, hey. Hey Lee, you wanna you wanna come do this with us? Like, what? Yeah, I I don't know,
0: I don't know, I don't know either. Don't know what to tell you. Yeah, 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 no idea. But um, I think mine's after yours.
1: Yes, uh, it kind of kind of has
0: to do with well, yours. It's like it's, part of it. It's it's yeah. yeah.
1: It's about the you same. Do yours. Book. I'll do mine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I. So, you know, they're discussing um, Charizard Tournament at the lunch table, a friend, George, Hermione, Harry, Ron, whoever. Um, And it's mentioned like, oh, I wonder who's going to be the judges. I wonder who's going to be on the judging panel. And just what Hermione says, like, makes sense, but also doesn't make sense. Uh, She says, well, the heads of the participating schools are always on the panel. Because all three of them were injured during the tournament of 1792 when cockatrice, the champions were supposed to be catching, went on a rampage. And I'm like, okay, thanks for the fact. However, why did you say because? That's the thing that's, yeah. that doesn't get me. I'm confused yeah. there.
0: There's no, like, yeah, sure, they got attacked. Okay. But that doesn't mean that they absolutely all have to be on the panel just because they got just attacked. Just because they got attacked. Yeah, exactly. That like, makes no sense. Okay. <laughs> Um, but she also she also goes on this like whole rampage about how Hogwarts' of history shouldn't be its actual name and it should be called like something else. It like it's all biased or whatever. Yeah, hold on. Let me. Let's we'll see. Let's see where yes, is it? Where is it? yes. Where is it? Read the the other names that she insists it should be called instead. I have
1: to find them first. Hold on. Here <laughs> uh, somewhere. Ah, oh, found it. Okay. Uh, though of course that book's not entirely reliable. A revised history of Hogwarts would be a more accurate title. Yeah. Or a highly biased and selective history of Hogwarts, which glosses over the nastier aspects of the school.
0: Yes. But- Such <laughs> as the house elves. Yep. <laughs> Hermione is going insane over the house elves.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, which, you know, she can have her thing. That's fine. Yeah, but has she has she still not talked to a house elf about how they feel about working at Hogwarts?
1: I don't think she has, and I think like one of the twins asks her, like, "Have you talked to them? Have you seen them? Like, <laughs> if you if you go and talk to them, like, friend George have because they've snuck into the kitchens for snacks yeah. like late at night. Uh, it's like if you talk to them, you will realize that they are happy where they are. They yeah. love working here. You know, they don't they don't want any sort of change. you know they they love their job it's a job to them it's not slavery to them it's just a job
0: yeah well and especially they I don't know when this conversation happens but they like chat with Hagrid about it and Hagrid's like every species is bound to have some weirdos because she's like well what about Dobby
1: (laughs) yeah no I made a comment I think that's the next chapter
0: yeah it is the next chapter it's when they visit him I think yeah but uh
1: but yeah I mean, like i
0: don't know
1: yeah yeah it just it, <laughs> it, like we can get into it in the next chapter yeah yeah uh, since there's more talk about it but it's like i understand why hermione is so upset about the house elves, and she's like oh my god slavery which yeah kind of it, it really is but like the house elves are happy where they are and yeah. i think if they wanted some sort of change and you know they heard hermione was uh talking about trying to make this change with them then you know maybe like one or two of them might try to seek her out yeah like, hey, i'm interested but at the same time uh we we don't know
0: <laughs> nope we have no clue we have no i don't really get to talk to the house elves um yeah but anyway sirius sent a message back to harry yes so he he re- receives his response and Sirius is like, bruh, I'm in the country. You can't get rid of me that easily. Whatever. Yeah. And he's, he's like, like stop Harry. using Hedwig though.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And Harry's like, what? I can't use Hedwig anymore. And <laughs> I think it's Hermione who's like, well, duh, Hedwig's like pretty obvious. She's not exactly native to our area. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, like, most owls are like some some shade of brown, and mm-hmm. Hedwig is white <laughs> she
0: is very very white she is a She's snowy owl
1: white. yeah
0: she would probably exactly. be like a lot more not out of place uh near like durmstrang or somewhere probably up north where it's like a lot more white and yeah snowy. like
1: if if it were white and snowy like all the time then she would be but. not as noticeable because but she could yeah. potentially blend into the snow but
0: She's very noticeable here because it's not actually always snowy here.
1: Yeah, and apparently Harry's the only one with a white owl. So. Yeah, apparently.
0: <laughs> he bought her in Diagon Alley.
1: <laughs> Hagrid bought her in Diagon Alley. Oh, you're Alley. right.
0: Hagrid bought her in Diagon
1: Alley. <laughs> Harry I, didn't even buy her. <laughs> I guess she was special order or something.
0: Oh, or she was just sitting in the shop and no one wanted her? Uh, maybe, I guess. I don't understand that. I don't know. She seems pretty, like like a pretty owl. Right? Yeah. I would I would probably go for her if there weren't any cats for me to get. Same, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, he's like, stop stop using Hedwig and Harry uh is not capable of forcing Sirius out of the country. I thought it was really yeah. entertaining because I was like, bruh, you literally told him that you were in pain and that stuff was bothering you. No shit, he's gonna come back and try to keep an eye on you. Yeah. No shit. But anyway, everyone is super duper excited about the arrivals of all the students from Bobatons and Durmstrang. And they're like contemplating how they might arrive because I guess now they're like outside waiting for everyone to arrive.
1: Yeah, everyone was told to like go put all of their stuff away, put your cloaks on, we're all gonna go stand outside like on the front steps or wherever they're gonna stand. And we're going to wait for the other two schools to get here. We will meet them at the gates or wherever.
0: Right? I'm I'm (laughs) just saying, weirdos. But anyway, they're like, oh, oh, maybe they're going to, maybe they're going to like... Fly and they're like, No, 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 no flying. Maybe they're gonna operate. No, you can't operate into Hogwarts. Maybe they're gonna take a train. Why would they take a train? They're not riding on a train. <laughs> Maybe they'll take a portkey. Why would they bring a portkey? That makes no sense either. They're gonna have their own way of traveling, okay? Yes, I mean- don't all know all of the traveling ways, okay? So, Bo arrives first, yes. In a gigantic flying carriage that is led by golden horses.
1: Golden? They were golden? Yes. I don't remember that. I thought they were white. (laughs) They were golden. Hold on. (laughs) At least that's what I remember hearing. (laughs) Maybe they were. I don't know. Let's find out.
0: I'm 99% sure they were golden horses. Uh,
1: Unless the carriage was gold the carriage might have been golden. Hold on.
0: I think it's the horses that are golden. Um, and all they drink is whiskey? Oh yeah, it was a powder blue horse-drawn
1: carriage um with golden horses. Uh pulled through the air by a dozen winged horses all palominos and each the size of an elephant.
0: Where did the gold part come from then? I swear I heard golden.
1: While the golden horses tossed their enormous heads and rolled large fiery red eyes, you were correct.
0: How are they palominos and whatever described there? And now they're golden. I'm confused.
1: I have to search up palomino. I'm I'm very confused. (laughs) (laughs) What color are palom? Okay, so they're like a brown color. So I guess if it's a light enough brown, they could somewhat. Why
0: did she describe them as golden? I don't know. Joe, i I always
1: thought they were white horses but that might be because of the movie
0: well they're white in the movie (laughs)
1: um i want to know
0: how why they're elephant-sized though because of madame maxime what else is supposed to carry her how (laughs) did they get elephant-sized horses though magic Colleen magic.
1: <laughs> they just okay? took some regular horses and they were like, let's just, you know, make mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. bigger.
0: <laughs> yes. They fed them a growth serum. Apparently. But yeah, so so you know, flying carriage led by golden horses for Bobatons. Cool. Alright. So yeah. how, how do we think Darmstrong is gonna get here? I don't know. But what I thought was really interesting was when Bobatons gets there. Mm-hmm. The people who climb out of the carriage are not all female. <laughs> there are boys, too. This is not an all-girls school. I'm very confused. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll say, like, that's one of the things that I remember. Like, I-, I think it's just one of those facts that stuck with me that I was like, okay, I know bow Batons, How Batons, however you pronounce it. Like, I know they are not only females, but for some reason in the movies, they were like, oh, yeah, this is like an all-girls school, and the Durmstrangs are an all-boys school. And I'm like, I don't but they're not. So. <laughs> they're not they're not they're not I, as far as we know i don't know because in the when the strengths get there it never says anything about any girls nope. being a part of it i think Ex- dermstreng might actually be all boys i don't know because there's a part in the next uh or is it no it might be the next chapter it's part of the next chapter where it's like oh one of the dermstrengs you know uh like, they all started noticing Harry Potter, and he nudged the girl next to him and was like, whoa, look, that's Harry Potter. And I'm like, I don't think oh. he would do that to one of the Hogwarts students. And I don't yeah. think any of well, the Bobatten students would be next to him.
0: Oh, I was going to say, unless they were hanging out with the Bobatton students,
1: but... I don't know, but I don't think it would be that. <laughs> maybe not? <laughs> so, I don't really know. know. Hold on. I'm going to look it up now. Hold on. Let's see. Um, string. Durmstrang uh, is a school for young witches and wizards.
0: Oh, so none of them were specifically mm. one gender.
1: Nope. Nope.
0: Why did the movie do that? I
1: don't know. I think it it's because been... I, I get the feeling it's because they really wanted, like, uh, they wanted Bo Batten's to be very, you know, like, uh, like nice and airy and like, not, like. More feminine, and so they were like, Yeah, we'll just make it an all girls school. Why not? And then with the with Dernstrang, they want it to be you know, like rougher and tougher, and like, Oh, like, whatever. So it's like, yeah, I'll just make it all men.
0: So, yeah, slam like, those <laughs> sticks onto the ground, yeah. bum, bum.
1: <laughs> make them very masculine, and then you have the really feminine <laughs> ones. And so, there, there's a very clear line between the schools. And then, Hogwarts is just Hogwarts, it's, they're just whatever.
0: No. <laughs> no, yeah. mm-mm, I disagree. Um, I do think it's really interesting that in the book we get to actually see them all arrive. You know, cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. Um, I'm not saying we don't see them arrive in the movie. We do. We we see the carriage. We see the boat because the Durmstrang kids arrive on a boat that travels through a whirlpool. So instead of like in the movie, the boat just sailing across the lake. There's actually a whirlpool that appears in the lake, and then the boat rises out of it.
1: Yeah, I didn't understand. I don't understand how their ship travels.
0: Well, I'm going to go with the whirlpool was probably some sort of, like, portal that they created. But I'm not really sure why they did that instead of just all swimming (laughs) through the whirlpool.
1: I don't know i'm confused i, I yeah I'm, I'm really confused i liked how they did it in the movie where i it think was the movie like, makes
0: a lot more sense
1: yeah because it was like a hidden ship underneath the water and then it like rose out of the water and i thought yeah. that was pretty cool but it's like i don't i still don't understand how they travel
0: yeah i don't either it's a lot better in the movie because they don't have that weird whirlpool aspect of it um yeah. But you see both of them arrive, but the Hogwarts students aren't out there waiting for them. They're inside the Great Hall. No, they were outside. Are, are they in the movie? In the movie?
1: That's in what the, I'm talking
0: about. I don't think oh, they were outside. In the movie?
1: They were like
0: They were they, in the Great Hall and all the kids walked in that no, into the Great Hall.
1: No, they were outside because you see everyone like running to the courtyard to uh, look out and be like oh my god look at them like look at the MOBA battens. they're up there and then you see the ship come out and they're like whoa look over there and then yeah, oh, yeah. when, when this, uh, the schools actually come in they are all in the great hall
0: but they get their weird. first
1: like real look at them
0: that's uh, weird whatever yeah I <laughs> tell you alright guys <laughs> yeah um, but yeah so not in all girls' school not in all boys' school whatever I guess um yeah. I
1: I, I kind of want to know why the Bobat the Bobatins seem to be wearing robes of fine silk and no cloaks. Like, why aren't you wearing anything for the weather?
0: Apparently it's kind of cold outside. They I don't know. I don't,
1: I don't know. know. I have no idea. <laughs>
0: yeah i don't know what to tell you yeah
1: yeah and then and then also of course we have to make the comment about how crumb because because when the germ strings get there they see crumb come out and uh it's like i still have to wonder how is he both in school and on a professional quidditch team nope (laughs) nope Nope. Uh -uh, uh-uh no not a thing nope we are vetoing it Zero zero answers nothing to
0: say nope um I did I did think it was really interesting that they uh specifically, you know, I mean they talk about Madame Maxime being like super large, right? Um yeah. but they also the thing that they talk about for Karkarov is that he has yellow teeth. Mm-hmm. That that's his big describing factor. <laughs> well,
1: that they he also, has yellow teeth. They also say that like uh if I remember correctly his uh hair is like the same color as his robes, it's white. Uh, oh. Well,
0: his hair's not white in the movie. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Lies.
1: <laughs> yeah, it said, Uh, Karkarov had a fruity voice when he stepped into the light, pouring from the front doors of the castle. I saw that he was tall and thin like Dumbledore, but his white hair was short and his goatee finishing a small curl did not entirely hide his rather weak chin. And he re blah ba 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 Uh, Gerald Hogwarts he said looking up at the castle and smiling his teeth were rather yellow and Harry noticed that his smile did not extend to his eyes which remained cold and shrewd so like that's not the only thing they mention is his teeth but it is something that they mention
0: it's a big deal apparently having yellow teeth (laughs) but that's the end of chapter 15 (laughs) yeah I don't know it's not that great Um, it is what it is Chapter 16 is titled The Goblet of Fire. Woo! We're getting there. We are getting there. We're getting somewhere. And, you know, they continue their obsession over Crumb into this chapter.
1: You know, it's got to overlap. I think the funniest thing is that, you know, like, you you hear, you know, everyone being like, oh my god, it's Victor Crumb. Like, oh my god, I have to have his autograph. And, like, there are girls who are like, why don't I have an extra quill on me? I usually Mm -hmm. do. And I'm like, okay, first of all. They told you all to put everything upstairs in your dormitories, right? Yep. Secondly, even if you had a quill on you, would you also be carrying extra ink, or yeah. what? What? Also,
0: what would he be signing?
1: Yeah, is he just signing your arm, or what?
0: So <laughs> like... That's gonna wash off, so then there's no point in it anyway. Exactly. But, um, I do, I do love Hermione. She's like, he's only a Quidditch player. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Language player. <laughs> mm-hmm. um i just thought it was really funny yeah but anyway the dermstring students are wearing their uniforms you know with their cloaks their heavy cloaks and <laughs> everyone's like it's not that cold like what the- are you guys okay like those are the cloaks they have okay <laughs> they're probably not gonna have anything super
1: light well no here's the thing because like Whenever they do kind of get, like, settled into the Great Hall, like, all of the Bowbatten students are kind of like, oh, my God, like, we're still kind of cold. And all of the Durmstrang students are like, oh, it's really warm in here. And they're, like, taking their cloaks off and whatnot and revealing that they're wearing, like, blood red, like, shirts or something. Robes. So, yeah. Robes. Robes. That's it. <laughs> so it's like, you know, Durmstrangs are fine. They can take off their cloaks. It's fine. Yeah. I just
0: don't know why people were like, it's not that cold. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know
1: what to tell you.
0: Are you guys wearing robes? I don't because remember hearing that last comment. Last <laughs> I checked. Yeah, oh, they, they
1: make that no. comment. No, I think last that comment, I checked. That comment was about the bow battens.
0: Okay, but what I'm going to say is last I checked, the bow students are wearing silk, and silk can get really, really, really cold really fast.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. It's not that cold, said Hermione defensively. Why didn't they bring cloaks? There it is. That's it. Okay. So yeah.
0: it is Bobatins. It's Okay, Boban's. but ma'am, they're wearing silk.
1: And like I questioned already, why didn't they dress for the weather? I don't know. I don't know.
0: But I don't know.
1: I, don't know I would not to
0: I would love to see Hermione put on one of those silk robe things that they're wearing and then be like, oh, it's not cold. Because it's probably well, no. cold.
1: I, <laughs> no, I, I think she like... I think she on one hand is like okay it's not that cold but on the other hand she's also like why why didn't they bring cloaks? like why didn't they dress for this yeah I guess I I think she understands that they are cold and that what they're wearing is probably not super warm for them but (laughs) she she is kind of just kind of like oh my god like why
0: (laughs) yeah I don't know dumb but yeah. Ron desperately wants Crumb and the the Durmstrang kids to sit with the Gryffindor students, um, and so he's like yelling over here or something like that. Yeah, and they instead go and sit with the Slytherins, which first of all just makes sense, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. especially considering last I checked, isn't Slytherin like at the edge of the hall? Like on the side, um, I'm pretty sure depends they're on the on far side. depends on which
1: movie, uh, but yeah, no, I think Slytherin's usually on a far side and Griffith yeah. is on the other far side, maybe. yeah. I don't know,
0: maybe, maybe, I don't know, I don't know, we don't know, but um, but I don't know, it just makes more sense for Dermstrang students to go sit with the Slytherins because, as we know, Karkaroff is a Death Eater. Um mm-hmm. yep. and lots of the Slytherin parents are also Death Eaters, uh, so why wouldn't he have his students go sit with his friends' kids?
1: And like Slytherin is supposed to be <laughs> the table where you know like all the evil wizards tend to come from. Yes. <laughs> uh, so it's like, well, you know, uh, Durmstrang puts an emphasis on the dark arts, so yeah, of course they're gonna go sit at the Slytherin table, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, my- I I don't know what it was, but like when they were like coming into the uh the great hall, like for some reason I I kind of expected uh both of the schools to kind of like disperse and kind of like sit amongst everyone, and then I was like, "No. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't do that. They would want to sit with people that they know." So, of course, they yeah. would all go to a specific table.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. Um yeah. but also on that same vein of thought, I was like, they all fit?
1: Well, you see, here, I, yes, <laughs> yes, understood, understood, understood. But also, you have to remember, uh, there's Joe, only like
0: five kids in each class, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's plenty of the room.
0: <laughs> so there's, wait, there's seven, seven years for Slytherin and five kids, well, ten kids, because there's females. Ten, too. Yeah. So 10 kids in each one. So 70 kids at the table. So yeah, they probably all do fit. I'm those sure tables there's are huge. plenty
1: of room. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh <my> <laughs> She's all like, there's at least this many people in each class. Okay, well, tell us where the rest of the kids went then because you did not introduce them to us. Yeah, she
1: said there's what, at least like 200 in each class or in yeah. each uh, house each or year. something? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Something like that. So
0: it's like, okay, well, introduce them to us. Or maybe it's each year. Us. But yeah, we don't know them.
1: Okay. I, I don't think. I don't think it's each year. I think it might be more a, uh, more each house, or maybe it's more than two hundred. Maybe it's more like three hundred. I don't know. She thinks,
0: she's wrong. She's um, wrong. <laughs> we we know the truth. We actually did the math. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> we also know how many kids there are, and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we know their names. It's fine. Don't worry about it's it. It's fine. Um, but the house elves made a lot of food for all of them, including specific foreign dishes that the Durmstrang and Bobatton students would enjoy. Yes. And as a result of this, the Hogwarts students are like, what the fuck is this? This looks disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> like... It's a, it's a native dish that they enjoy okay let them have their food <laughs> right like
1: like I can understand the students being like what is this they have never made this before mm-hmm. uh but it's like okay be nice about it come on right? but I also understand like they're all they're all still teenagers or preteens, yeah. you know like they're not gonna be very nice about it
0: but also I don't Here's here's my thing, though. If I were there and there were these random dishes that I didn't mm-hmm. know, but there are also dishes that I'm very used to and I do like, I probably wouldn't even question the ones that I don't know. Like, maybe yeah. I would ask what it is, you know, yeah. but I don't think I would be rude about it. I think I would just continue eating what
1: I do know and what I know I like. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, like I there there would definitely be, I think, a bunch of students who would be exactly like that, where they'd just be like, what is this? Oh, well, I'm not really interested in that. Just leave it alone. But then there are also the shits. Yeah, exactly. There's the little shits that are like, eh, what is this? (laughs) And they will make it known.
0: Oh, it's awful. It is, I know. (laughs) But what what I thought was funny about, is it in this part or is it later? No, I think it's this part. Yeah, it's this part. So Ron made that comment about the dish being, like, nasty, right? Yeah. Whatever. Um, A little bit later, a Bobaton student comes over and is like, oh, like, are you guys done with that? And Ron, like, wigs out, doesn't know how to talk. He, like, uh-huh. loses all sense of who <laughs> the fuck he is. And um, Harry's like, yeah, you can have it, whatever. And yeah. Ron's like, yeah, you can have it. You know, and so she takes the dish back to the Ravenclaw table where she was sitting, right? And and then Ron's like, She's she's Vila or whatever, like yeah. you know, he like goes, Oh my gosh, that's not okay, whatever <laughs> and they go on this whole thing about I'm how she's like, like
1: part yeah. Vila. <laughs> I, I was just like, How do you know she's Vila? Yeah. Like you can't prove it. <laughs> yeah, I I yeah. I'm like, like um, i'm like you can make assumptions sure but that doesn't mean that she is yeah exactly and i think this Um, is also when ron makes the comment they don't make them like that at hogwarts and harry goes they make them okay at hogwarts
0: yep 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 that's exactly what it is (laughs) harry and ron both of them yikes yikes But you know, hearing about a part Vila, that that sounds like Fleur to
1: me. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is. They keep pointing her out. Yeah, and I'm do. like, I'm like, okay, I want like proof that she is part Vila. Otherwise, I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know.
0: I think Joe just expects everyone to believe that she's part. Right? Vila. Yeah,
1: because I'm like, I I know, like supposedly. I, I mean supposedly Flirt is part Vila and I'm like, okay, cool. But to tell me tell me that somewhere. Because I don't remember where it's like explicitly said, you know? I, I don't know.
0: I have no I idea. Mean... Hopefully we get there. Yeah, hopefully. We'll yeah. get there. Um But the Ministry of Magic is here at the school now. You know, we we got we got Ludo Bagman and uh Barty Crouch. Yes, Barty Crouch. Yeah, Barty Crouch. Um, That's it. The master of all languages, which is funny because we don't actually have the minister here. We just have Percy's boss and
1: Ludo Bagman. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So that's fun. (laughs) Apparently, they're both going to be on the judging panel for some reason with the headmasters. I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. Wouldn't they be biased to Hogwarts? I mean, maybe, yeah. Um, Like, it makes sense as to why uh, Ludo Bagman might be on the judging panel. Yeah, because he's, he's like, related to the games and stuff. Yeah, he's related to the games. I don't know why Barty Crouch is here, though.
0: Barty Crouch's job is just languages, so he shouldn't be there, but it's fine. Yeah. We already I mean, know what his job is.
1: Yeah, <laughs> his job is languages.
0: But yeah, they're there they show up they're hanging out in the great hall <laughs> um and they're gonna bring in a casket to uh you know help yeah talk about the 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 game and and the triwizard tournament and all of this they're gonna explain it and how it's gonna work and stuff yeah how there's gonna be like three tasks whatever Three champions you know
1: I yeah I want to I want to point out yes. that uh, one of the things as Dumbledore is describing like kind of like who the champions are or like kind of what the champions are supposed to go through uh, he mentions and of course their ability to cope with danger and I was just like ah that's the real reason Harry he winds up in the tournament he laughs in the face of danger and runs straight into it
0: <laughs> okay Simba I
1: know uh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's fine. It's fine. It's fine.
1: It's they fine. have it's a
0: casket right. that houses the Goblet of Fire. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Goblet of Fire somehow is lit inside of this casket. Like, yeah, I.
1: Is it always on fire? Is it real that.
0: fire? Is it like fake fire that doesn't do anything if you touch it? Like, what the fuck is this?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I kind of want to say that it's fake fire. But. Or, like, a fire that doesn't hurt people. <laughs> Just because it, because of how it has to be uh, stored, I guess. If it's, like, always on fire, then it's got to be a fake fire of some sort. That or the casket that it's in is so well fireproofed or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Oh, you know what's also interesting about the, the Goblet of Fire? Yeah, It is apparently wooden. I yes. I did realize that. Yeah. I always imagine the one in the movie, which is not wooden. It It is metal in the movie. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but this one is in fact not.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's also probably bigger, right? I don't know. I don't know. We I don't know the idea. size. We have no idea. Um, but it, it is a, a goblet of fire, and mm. it is an impartial judge that will pick the champions. Okay? Um, yeah. And from the moment that they reveal the Goblet of Fire, for the next 24 hours, they have all of that time to put their name into the Goblet of Fire. Mm-hmm. My my biggest question is, aren't they doing this at dinner?
1: Dinner is over at this point.
0: Yeah, so that would mean that curfew is about to happen and no one's going to be able to walk around the castle at night because they're not supposed to, right? So, yep. They're losing all of that time to possibly put their name into the Goblet of Fire.
1: I mean, they would have lost the time even if they had done it in the middle of the day.
0: No. I mean, true. But so, I don't
1: know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what you're still looking for. still weird
0: that they're thinking that that's a full 24 hours when they could do like from this time to this time this day and then from this time to this time this day.
1: Yeah, I feel like it should have been like a week. Personally, yeah. I think they should have had a week to put their name in. Not just 24 hours. It's yeah, weird. 24 hours is too short.
0: But they get 24 hours and Halloween's the next day and that's when they're going to find out who the hell got chosen. Okay. Yep. Um, And Dumbledore takes this opportunity to be like, there will be an age line that is drawn around the Goblet so that no one who is under the age of 17 can put their name into the Goblet of Fire. And Fred mm-hmm. and George immediately are like, oh, simple. We could just take an aging <laughs> yeah. potion and that'll be fine, right? Yeah.
1: I think it's <laughs> no. really funny. I think it's I think it's one of the twins who like turns to Harry as kinda like, Hey, you gonna try to put your name in? And I'm like, why does everyone assume that Harry even wants to be a champion for the tournament? Like, sure, Harry does have that thought. We see that in this chapter, like right after yeah. he's asked. But I'm like, for the most part, I think he'd rather just be a spectator, honestly. Yeah. Well, with what he
0: has to deal with every year, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Karkaroff took a. He did mention earlier that Crumb had a head cold and all that, you know, whatever. So now we like get a little view into him offering to get Crumb like some wine. Uh-huh. Um, or whatever. <laughs>
1: some mold mine, yeah. Yeah,
0: some other students are like, "Oh, I want some," and Karkaroff is like, "No." <laughs>
1: I think I, I really want to know why Crumb is the golden child of the dermstrings. Because <laughs> like Karkaroff is just kind of like, "Oh, whatever Crumb wants, he gets," and everyone else is like, "No."
0: <laughs> I mean, the rest you, of you,
1: uh-uh.
0: you don't need to wonder. He's literally on the Quidditch team. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but still. That's what? the whole point. That's it. That's it. You don't get to question that, ma'am. Harry-
1: hey, Harry Potter doesn't get treated like that. You're right
0: because He's- Dumbledore is not Karkarov. <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but anyway, they're all leaving the Great Hall, okay? And Harry's walking, and Karkarov and the Durmstrang students like see him, and they all stop, and they're like, oh, "What the?" Harry Potter, yeah, and yeah. they literally stand there for ages, holding the whole room up, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah, that's that's when one of the Dutring boys like nudges the girl next to him, and I'm yep. like, I doubt she was a Hogwarts student or a Bo batten student, like I just yeah. so there's gotta be there's gotta be women at Durtring, so, I mean, I did look it up on the wiki, and it's like, yeah, it's for witches and wizards. And it's like, okay. okay, great, perfect, well, there we go, all right,
0: <laughs> but. Yeah, I don't know. The next day is Saturday, guys. Mm-hmm. Woo! So that means it's the day that they find out who gets to, you know, participate in this tournament of death. mm mm-hmm. um, And, you know, they're going to – they're actually – this is a great use of someone Saturday, you know. They're going to go sit and watch as people put their names into the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I like I. I, know I would it's be mentioned, so bored, right? Yeah, I I know it's mentioned that like the, all of the Durmstrang students put their name into the cup like the previous night or something, and I'm like, I guess it makes sense. Like only take the students who are hoping to participate. Otherwise, why are these students there? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, but
0: Fred and George walk on in and And lee jordan lee jordan too (laughs) they uh they all took a a little drop of an aging potion you know because it's supposed to age them up a few months basically and they're like all right all right we we could do this we got this we're gonna do it they crossed that line well what first one of the twins crosses the line is it fred who does it first? Uh, maybe. I, I don't know. remember. I don't One remember. of them crosses the line first, and, you know, the other twin is like, okay, nothing happened. So then he crosses the line, and then they both get, like, thrown Launched. out. yeah, they get thrown. <laughs> <laughs> and they both have really long, white beards and stuff, and, and this is when Dumbledore walks in and, like, laughs at them and is like, bruh you gotta go to Madame Pomfrey and get that taken care of. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, no like, like it, it's interesting how it differs from the movie because in the movie friends would start fighting each other like oh, mm-hmm. you said this is gonna work. But here they just laugh at each other. They're like yeah. it didn't work, you got a beard now. Yeah. And I, I feel like Dumbledore would just happened to be there and was kind of like, go ahead and go to Madame Pomfrey, she'll take care of it. You should see the other two who have beards. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's
0: true. He's like all these other people have already done it, so you know,
1: go I up think there. It's, I think it's interesting that whoever is underage and tries to cross the line gets a beard. Like, doesn't matter if you're, like, a girl or anything. Yeah. Apparently the girls also get beards.
0: They do not discriminate. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Dumbledore just laughed at them. And, you know, everything is now officially decorated for Halloween. I would have figured stuff would have been decorated before this point because it's October. But I guess not.
1: I I don't know what to tell you.
0: <laughs> um but Angelina does go and put her name in the cup and everyone's like, "What?" And she's like, "Well, I just aged up like a week ago." <laughs> yeah,
1: she's like my birthday was last week. So,
0: <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, lucky you." Yeah. But uh they they really really don't want Diggory to get it. So they're like, "Oh, good. Like Angelina put her name in. That's good. We have someone to root for for Gryffindor, you know." Yeah. Um it's just, you know fine angelina's pretty chill we don't know a ton about her yeah but we um, know she's cool but we know she's cool and then you know the 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 dream team they uh they realized that they haven't really seen hagrid in a while like they haven't visited him and all that and so they're like you know what let's go visit hagrid
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and they had down what did i write
1: what is that, Which part? That? Yeah, that's bo- supposed to be bowbattens. I'm sure, uh, because oh. before they actually go down to have yes, cut, go ahead. Uh, all of the bobatons like come up to the cup like in a line, and they just one yes. by one go and put their names uh, into the cup. And I was like, okay, all right, good. All of the batten students also put their names in because why else would they be there if they're not hoping to uh participate? Um, and then there's mention again of like, oh, the Vila girl, and I'm like, okay, yeah. well, we still don't have proof if she's actually part Vila. No, we don't. Just saying. But also, then, yeah, was... and then... Sorry, I... that was a case
0: of autocorrect being a bitch.
1: I wondered, <laughs> yeah, I was like, the Baron students? Interesting. <laughs> huh. I was like, I-, I knew what you were going for, but...
0: <laughs> Colleen's like, that's interesting, Karen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. But, but yeah, yeah, no, after after all the Mountain students... Uh, put their names into the cup. They're like, oh, let's go down to Hagrid's. Haven't seen him in a while. Mm-hmm. So they do. Yes, yes. And
0: this is also where they find out that um, when they find out where the Bobaton students are staying, too. Because uh, it turns out that the carriage that um, they arrived in, which also apparently doubles as their living quarters for now, is um, near Hagrid's hut. Mm-hmm.
1: So they... are yeah. There's, like, a makeshift uh, area for their horses and yep. whatnot.
0: Yep. So they've been staying in their carriage. Um, carriages, if there's multiple. I don't remember if there are. I think it might just be the one carriage. It's just one. Then, okay, yeah, just the one carriage. But anyway, the Dream Team is heading down to visit Hagrid, and they <laughs> they walk into a sight <laughs> um, of Hagrid wearing a very hairy suit. Okay, which I don't even want to know how the suit is hairy because it makes me feel like it's, like, Cousin It from the Addams Family, and <laughs> uh-huh. um, I feel like that would look horrible, but it's fine. Uh, and he's also put a serious amount of axle grease into his hair to try and smooth it down, and he, like, gave it a part and everything.
1: Yeah, they think he was trying to put <laughs> all of his hair into, like, one ponytail or bun or something but then he realized he had too much hair so he did it in two instead (laughs) yeah it's weird yeah um but you know what
0: they're like okay he's trying to change how he looks i guess i don't know Mm -hmm. um and he kind of like hints towards the first task and how it's going to be really exciting. And he's like, never thought he would ever be around to see it. But then he's like, oh, but I can't tell you what it is. And they're all like, please, please, please tell us. And he's like, no, 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 I can't tell you what it is.
1: <laughs> the yeah. one time
0: Hagrid doesn't spill the beans. Right. Um, I'm shook.
1: <laughs> right. But
0: the Hagrid offers them some food um, while they're uh, yes. here. And i will uh nasty first of all because they find a
1: talon in it yeah Hermione finds a talon in hers and ron and harry were like oh we don't really want any anymore i just wouldn't want any anyway it's hagrid's
0: cooking he's not good at cooking i
1: know yeah like ew (laughs) makes me wonder how hagrid eats what he makes
0: he shouldn't eat what he makes he He can go eat in the great hall (laughs) i know (laughs) that's the thing like why is he cooking when he's so know. bad at it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no one wants to eat Hagrid's cooking. Alright? And um, Hagrid absolutely, this is the part we were kind of mm. mentioning earlier, he absolutely refuses to join Spew. Because, yeah. as he says, most of the house elves aren't wanting to be freed because they like their life.
1: Yeah, and plus it's in their nature to do it. Exactly. Like, that's and, just,
0: it's just how they are. Yeah. And um Hermione's like but Dobby's like free and he loves it and he's asking for wages and stuff and Hagrid's like okay well there's bound to be some weirdos in each race like I don't know what you're expecting not all of the house elves are like Dobby (laughs)
1: yeah so like Dobby's gonna end up being like one in a million you know oh yeah for sure and it's like Um, I mean but like I said before, I understand where Hermione's coming from and she because she mentions that like, oh, they've been brainwashed and they've been tricked into this, and it's like, well. Yep. I mean, maybe once upon a time, sure, but at this point, no, it's just what they do. They nah. enjoy it and they take pride in their work, you know?
0: Yeah, for real. It's uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> But Hagrid, what is he?
1: Like, right before, uh, I guess they're going to go back up to the castle, Hagrid puts on some cologne. And they're all like, Hagrid, uh, that's way too much. And he's like, oh, sorry, let me go wash it off. And he goes outside and washes it off. And for some bizarre reason, I don't know why, but it's like he goes outside and washes it off. And for some reason, in my mind, he, like, had to like take off like his uh, jacket and his shirt to wash it off. I don't know why, but I, I like, I, obviously he wasn't like getting undressed or anything. Um, Like, I'm sure he was just, I don't know where he put it, maybe on his like neck or on his like forearms or something. And so he was probably just washing it off that way. Uh, but the Bo Batten students do come to start going to the castle and, of course, Hagrid is kind of like, oh, my God, Madam Maxine. I have to talk to her. <laughs> like, all right. And so it, that's, what, that's when the trio, they see that Hagrid starts walking up to the castle with Madame Maxine, and they're kind of like, oh, Hagrid likes her. Yeah. Like, all right. Okay, you go, Hagrid. You get <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's funny though, because he literally told them to wait for him, that he would be back and they could all yes. walk up together. Yeah. Um, but because he sees Madame Maxime and all that, you know, he just, he just goes with her instead yeah. and totally abandons the dream team and forgets about them. And they're sitting inside his house still going, What? He was going to come back for us. Dude, you guys can walk up to the castle by yourselves. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not going to hurt you. To walk up to the castle together.
1: Yeah, no. no, once once they realize, like, oh, he likes her, they're kind of like, all right, we'll walk ourselves. Yeah. It's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just, it's so funny. I know. But, um, you know, they walk into the, the great hall, and the goblet of fire got moved towards the front of the room now.
1: I mean, it had to get moved anyways, because well, uh, yeah. it had put the goblet in, like, the entrance hall or something. Yeah. But now it's in day.
0: front of the Great Hall where they're all going to be chilling, eating food and all that, right? Um, whatever. But the yeah. names the names are about to come out!
1: <laughs> Before we get there, though... Yes, uh, go for it. <laughs> I just have a random comment. Because, you know, uh, Barty Crouch and Ludo Bagman are uh, judging for the Tri-Wizard Tournament. So obviously they have to be there when the names are chosen. And for some reason... Bagman is winking at various students. Why? I don't know. That just doesn't say good things about him in my nope. mind.
0: It doesn't. If I could tell you why I would, but I don't know.
1: <laughs> but we have no idea. So. <laughs> Big oof. Big oof. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah.
1: Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did question, though, like, coming up to the uh, the name choosing, you know, because Dumbledore, like, fights everyone down, and he starts talking, and I'm like, okay, how does the goblet know when to make its decision? And how does Dumbledore know when it's going to make its decision? Like, how did they mm-hmm. plan this out? I don't know. I really,
0: I really don't know.
1: <laughs> I have no idea. I don't, I don't understand it. Like, I, like sure, it was, there's was this whole like, oh, you have twenty four hours, put your name in, okay, good. got it. I it just the goblet seems to have a mind of its own, though it you does know? it really does. yeah, good times. good times. <laughs> yeah,, <laughs> Woo! um yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> I think the interesting thing with the uh the first champion being chosen is that at least at least in the book, I don't know about uh the audiobook that you listen to, but it mentions that when the name gets chosen, the first name gets chosen, the flames inside the goblet turn suddenly red again. Mm. And I'm like, again? What do you oh. mean again? Like I this is the first name that's that been part. chosen.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's weird. But I, I think I think Maybe she forgot to say that they turned red before the first name got chosen.
1: Well, I, well, this is the first name.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. Oh the, wait. Oh, she wrote again, but she shouldn't have written again. She shouldn't have written again. I. That's think, what it is.
1: I think part of what she was trying to do, maybe I don't know. But uh, whenever students did put their names in the goblet, the goblet oh. turned red for a second. So I wonder if she was trying to tie back to that.
0: Did and they? It, yeah. She just forgot. Oh. I didn't yeah, know it turned when, red when that happened.
1: Yeah, whenever you drop in your name, like oh. the goblet, like sparks red for a second.
0: Yeah, maybe she was trying to call back to that, but it just wasn't working. It just I it guess. doesn't
1: work. It doesn't work. That's weird. Yeah.
0: Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, you know, it it does turn red whenever a name is chosen, though. Whenever yes. it spits a name out of the fire, and the very first name that comes out is the Durmstrang Champion which, wow with how much emphasis was put on Victor Crumb, you would think that it was (laughs) Victor Crumb. It was crazy.
1: (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) I think it's funny that Ron says no surprises there and I was like, okay, Ron, I understand what you mean, but also no, because I'm pretty sure the Goblet picks at random. Yeah, unless
0: Karkaroff specifically told everyone that they can't put their names in.
1: I had that thought, too. I was like, what if Karkaroff told every single Durmstrang student you have to put Victor Crumb on your sheet, like your little sheet of paper?
0: Yeah, so that it would only be Victor Crumb who got chosen. I know, but he would still, Ron wouldn't know that. I don't know.
1: Like, I don't, I don't understand.
0: But, yeah, Victor Crumb gets chosen as the first one. Um, and so then you know the flames turn red again, and mm-hmm. you know it's definitely not the Hogwarts champion. It's the Bow Buttons champion, and, and guess <laughs> guess who the Bow Buttons champion is? It's is definitely it? not the Part Vila girl. Oh wait, yes, it is. It's Claire Delacour. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. I, and oh yes, go ahead. I was just gonna say I like how in this uh, in this section it mentions like the girl who so resembled a Vila, and I'm like ah, there we go, like. It's not saying she is or is not mm-hmm. like a vila or part vila. Just that she resembles one right now. Yeah, but, I don't know.
0: I don't know either. <laughs> it's weird. Um,
1: yeah. I don't
0: know. And then we move on. There's another red flame that happens, and we get the Hogwarts champion. And it's Cedric Diggory, just like
1: everyone didn't want apparently, Um. or at least how uh, how a certain trio didn't want. Yeah, Yeah. well, and I guess just Gryffindor in general. I mean, yeah, of course, because like I've got Angelina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, Slytherin would want someone from Slytherin.
0: So that happened.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We got
0: Cedric Diggory as our champion, which is fine. Awesome. Mm-hmm. We'd love to see it. Um, and Dumbledore's like, cool, we got our champions. Let's go. And then all of a sudden the flames turn red again. He's like, uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> you
1: know? I think I think the funniest thing about this is that the goblet actually waits for the cheering to die down. For it to stop before it moves on. <laughs> yeah like each time it just it waits for all the cheering to stop it waits for the silence except for this last time this last time it waits for the cheering to stop and then dumbledore starts talking and it's like eh, i'm not done uh it's not like, done so we got one more up, dumbledore <laughs> we have one more name to be chosen <laughs>
0: um and, and then is? yeah i mean you know the name that comes out is harry potter um, what <laughs> No way! Dun, dun, dun!
1: And that is quite literally the end of the chapter. That is quite literally the end of the chapter. The end of the chapter is Dumbledore saying Harry Potter. That's it. However, we have to talk about this. Yes. I, I sent Karen this random thought like two weeks ago, I think. Um, About the Goblet of Fire and choosing Harry. So from what we know, from what we understand, the Triwizard Tournament has only ever been held between Hogwarts, Bobatons, and Durmstrang. It's only ever been those three. No one else.
0: Nope. So
1: from what we can guess, from what we can assume, since I don't think it's ever actually uh, said how or why Harry's name gets chosen or what, was put on the paper or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- what was written on Harry's paper? Was he under a different school name? Did he have a school name? I don't know. Because if only Hogwarts, Boe Battens, and Durmstrangs have competed in the Triwizard Tournament, I feel like the Goblet would kind of know that since it has its own kind of consciousness. You
0: know? I agree. I feel like it would too.
1: But... I I I don't know. Because, like... Like would the cup even recognize like a different school name? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Would it even accept a different school name? Because I I, we also just don't know what kind of like spells were put on the goblet. Because like the goblet was obviously uh, enchanted several hundred years ago, so maybe there's very simple spells on it. Maybe there's not. Maybe who knows? I don't know. Like, would it only recognize Hogwarts, Durmstrang, and Bobatons Or would it re- recognize any potential school name? Or what? I, yeah. Like, it just... No. It, it doesn't make sense, because it's only ever been Hogwarts, Stormstring, and Bobatons. If... See,
0: this is just another example of Joe not really thinking anything through, because... At this point in time, she really has made it so that it's only these three schools, so there's literally no possibility of it working for other schools. Yeah, exactly. If she had made it so that it was, you know, a few different schools that used the same goblet or whatever, like, for their own different tournament, yeah, sure, Mm -hmm. that would be another thing. But it's not, and...
1: So it doesn't work that way. Sorry, Joe. It it really doesn't. And I, like, I, since, since obviously there had to have been a uh, school name on there, or we can assume there was a school name on there, Mm -hmm. I really want to know what was put down. Because I, like, Dumbledore would have a slip of paper, and I'm pretty sure it would say what school name was on there. But he never mentions it,
0: as far as we know, at least.
1: We haven't read on. (laughs) It's
0: true. We haven't read on. We haven't read on. So
1: maybe in the next, like, two pages it'll say, but I doubt it.
0: I don't think it will because everyone gets really hung up on the next chapter. Actually, oh I the know, very beginning especially of
1: it. the very beginning. Yes,
0: um, <laughs> and I, I'm I'm un- honestly kind of excited to talk about it, but like yes. it's not that big <laughs> of a deal as people make it out to be. No, uh, it's not.
1: But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just really curious. Same. I
0: don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys though. I don't. We never find out. We what's we have no answers. Yeah. No, there there are no answers. Joe does not know what she's doing anyway. So nope. Even if we did have answers, <laughs> we could come hard. up with answers. But I mean, I mean, I guess we is. could try. I don't know. Anyway, don't
1: know. that's it. That's it. That's those are the chapters. So leaving you on a cliffhanger. Yeah. what's gonna happen next we don't know we all know yeah um
0: yeah 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 i don't know join the discord come hang out with us
1: come hang out with
0: us we uh i don't know we would love it yes but That's really
1: it. We don't have anything. We got nothing. Oh, uh, review us. Review us on like iTunes.
0: Yeah. uh, Spotify too, uh, because the Spotify has their little rating system now.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, I guess we should keep it magical! magical. hope you enjoyed this episode of books movies
0: and musicals oh my if you'd like to connect with us be sure to check us out on twitter
1: tumblr instagram and facebook at bmm oh my be sure to check out our website at bmm oh my slash home and check us out on patreon at www.patreon.com slash bmm oh my